Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Monday, December 6th. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include Digital Currency's Wild Ride, Washington's potential new real estate rules, and you're going to get a jolt from coffee prices. Those stories and more. But first, let's check markets. S&P 500 and Dow futures are up as much as a seven-tenths of a percent, while NASDAQ 100 futures are down four-tenths of a percent. Oil prices are up more than $2 a barrel, with Brent futures adding more than 3% to over $72 a barrel. West Texas Intermediate crude is up over 3% at $68 a barrel. Gasoline and heating oil futures are up 2.5%, while natural gas is down more than 7%. The yield on the 10-year Treasury is 1.39%, and the U.S. dollar hit a 13-month high versus the Australian and New Zealand dollars. Bitcoin trades around $49,000. Gold is unchanged at $1,781 an ounce. In Europe, the stock's Europe 600 is up four-tenths of a percent, with travel and shopping center stocks among the best performers. In Asia, stocks were lower. The Shanghai Composite Index fell half a percent. Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index slid nearly 2%, and Japan's Nikkei 225 dropped four-tenths of a percent. Stocks making moves before the open include Alibaba. Shares are down 5.5% following a decline of more than 7% last week. Shares of China's Evergrande plunged nearly 20% after it warned about a possible default on its dollar bonds. Shares of Lucid Group are down nearly 14% in pre-market trading after the electric vehicle maker said it has been subpoenaed by the Securities and Exchange Commission related to an investigation. Shares of GCP Applied Technologies are up 14% pre-market after the provider of additives and admixtures for concrete and cement announced an agreement to be acquired by Francis Saint-Gobain, a deal valued at more than $2 billion. Shares of Buckle surged 7.5% in pre-market trading after the apparel, footwear, and accessories retailer announced a special dividend of $5.65 a share. It also increased its quarterly dividend to $0.35 a share, up from 33 cents. Now our top stories. Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, including Ether and Solana, edged up from weekend lows with Bitcoin trading around $49,000, still down about 11% from Friday's trade. The declines were widespread across the crypto universe. Ether, the second largest cryptocurrency, also tumbled late Friday, but erased nearly all of that loss by Sunday. The Biden administration has unveiled new regulations on U.S. real estate purchases to prevent money laundering. The Treasury Department announced a proposed regulation on real estate purchases made for all cash. The initiative, subject to a public comment period, would seek to make nationwide the current reporting requirements on transactions in 12 metropolitan areas with with residential property selling for more than $300,000. And your morning cup of joe is going to cost more. Coffee prices hit a 10-year high, and analysts expect tightness in the market to continue all the way into 2023. In addition to bad weather and global supply constraints, exporting countries such as Ethiopia on the brink of civil war and Vietnam is seeing a rise in COVID-19 cases that could both hit production. 
In other news, early signals about the severity of the new Omicron coronavirus variant that has spread globally are, quote, encouraging. That's according to a top U.S. health official, saying that booster jabs potentially offer a, quote, considerable degree of protection. EU and NATO allies are supporting the Biden administration's assessment that Russia may be poised to invade Ukraine following the sharing of U.S. intelligence on Moscow's military preparations. President Joe Biden will warn Russia's Vladimir Putin against any invasion of Ukraine in a planned video summit tomorrow with the full backing of NATO and the EU for retaliatory measures. That's according to the Financial Times. Air incursions by Chinese fighter jets, bombers, and other warplanes near Taiwan appear to be rehearsals for military operations against the island. That's according to Lloyd Austin, the U.S. Defense Secretary. Classified American intelligence reports suggest China intends to establish its first permanent military presence on the Atlantic Ocean in the Central African country of Equatorial Guinea. The reports raise the prospect that Chinese warships would be able to rearm and refit opposite the east coast of the United States. The head of the European Space Agency has urged the continent's leaders to stop facilitating Elon Musk's ambitions to dominate the space economy warning that the lack of coordinated action meant that the U.S. billionaire was, quote, making the rules himself. U.S. trade with Taiwan is booming as the self-governing island cashes in on surging demand for computer chips and lures factories back from China, where many exports to the U.S., including electronics, are subject to 25% tariffs. Taiwan is now ranked number eight globally in trade with the U.S., just behind the U.K. and ahead of Vietnam. U.S. exports to Taiwan have climbed about 35% from pre-tariff levels to a record $35 billion annually. The increase has largely been driven by purchases of American crude oil, machinery, and cars. Belgian police used water cannon and tear gas Sunday to disperse protesters in Brussels after most demonstrators marched peacefully to protest tightened COVID-19 restrictions that aimed to counter a surge of coronavirus infections. In company news, an activist investor is urging department store chain Kohl's to consider a sale of the company or a separation of its e-commerce business. New York-based hedge fund Engine Capital wants the retailer to examine the two alternatives to improve its lagging share price. It's all according to the Wall Street Journal. Engine owns a roughly 1% stake in Kohl's. Kathy Wood's ARK exchange-traded fund snapped up shares of DocuSign during the 42% drop for the online signature company. Donald Trump's social media startup says it has raised about a billion dollars from unidentified investors as it presses ahead with plans to go public via a merger with a special purpose acquisition company. American Express Global Business Travel is merging with a blank check company backed by Apollo Global Management to go public with a roughly $5.3 billion valuation. Amex Global Business Travel is a travel booking service provider for corporate customers and is 50% owned by American Express. And Patek Philippe announced that it is making 170 special versions of its most popular watch as part of a partnership with Tiffany & Company. Patek said it is making 170 special watches with a Tiffany blue face that will be sold at select Tiffany boutiques. The watch was created to honor the 170-year partnership between the Swiss watchmaker and Tiffany. It will retail for around $52,000. And in his 35th appearance on a ballot for Cooperstown, Gil Hodges, the former Brooklyn, Los Angeles Dodgers star and managerial force behind the 1969 Miracle Mets, 
obtained the necessary 75% of the vote Sunday by the Golden Days Era Committee to be inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. With Hodgers in charge, the Mets went from worst to first in 1969 before defeating the Baltimore Orioles in five games in the World Series for the first of only two championships in the franchise history. The 69 Mets included Tom Seaver, Jerry Kuzman, and Nolan Ryan. And former GOP presidential candidate and longtime Senator Bob Dole died on Sunday. Bob Dole overcame dust bowl deprivation in Kansas and battle wounds in World War II to become the Senate Majority Leader and the last of the World War II generation to win his party's nomination for president. He was 98. At 7 a.m., S&P 500 and Dow futures are up as much as seven-tenths of a percent. NASDAQ 100 futures are lower by four-tenths of a percent. Oil prices are up more than $2 a barrel. The yield on the 10-year Treasury is 1.39%. Bitcoin trades around $49,000, while gold is unchanged at $1,781 an ounce. Coming up in economic news at 9.45 Eastern, we'll get the PMI composite final report, followed by factory orders and the ISM service index. That's at 10 a.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening and have a successful day. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.